Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Right side, Bogdanovich. Quick release, Green. He married it. Bogey's four for four from three. 12 points for Bogey. Back door. Here comes Rudy Gay. Slam dunk. Joe Ingles found the cutting. Rudy Gobert. And Rudy Gobert took the right hand and dunked it home. Donovan's back in. He had a monster third quarter. He'll just pull for three. And tickle the twine. O'Neal transition three. No good. Rudy Gobert with a one hand. Rock the Casbah. And the Utah Jazz blow out the Clippers in the fourth quarter, 123-104. That's eight in a row. Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Gobert, and Clarkson all with 20 points plus in the game. PK, didn't didn't you know this was going to happen when the guys who we heard were questionable were in street clothes over there? Yep, they're out. Well, we know Leonard's been out for a good while, but yeah, when Paul George can go. And Paul George, very good player. I enjoy watching him play basketball. He's having an excellent season. So certainly with those two, that's just too much firepower. For a Jazz team, as I continue to say, knock, 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 knock. On wood! (laughs) They have health and protocol health. And it was actually good. I love the way Quinn Snyder is manipulating or negotiating or managing uh, Mike Conley's minutes. You didn't need him. 24. Right? I mean, you got other guys going. Get him out. Yep. There's a back-to-back coming up this weekend, so... Have him fresh. We thought, I thought for sure, I think you did too, that they were going to be sitting him in the second half of back-to-backs this year. But David Locke said if they keep the keep his minutes around 24-25 instead of 30-32-34, then he can probably do the back-to-backs. Yeah. Well, I, would, I mean, it just basically, it just depends on what Ainge thinks. <laughs> Danny Ainge, CEO and alternate governor. <laughs> like league meetings, I'm the alternate mayor, I Instead think. of owners' meetings, they have the board of governors. Yeah. So and not is all it of, Ryan Smith? Not all of the owners want to go. So, yeah, so that's it. So you have to have one of two people. You can't rotate, like, five people. You have to be designated. That. Exactly. So Ainge has been designated, and you were... If you were on the press conference, there were a lot of Boston questions at the end. When they went to Zoom, there were all sorts of Boston questions. And so I think by making him alternate governor, it takes a little bit of the sting out of, I'm retiring. He was never I'm retiring. back. He's, I know. He was always he, coming I mean, here. he called it. He didn't want to be the day-to-day guy. He said he, he wanted to do, do something. He, didn't but he, he do, said that months ago. He didn't want to do the 16 to 18 hours. And he's best buddies with Ryan Smith. The thing that I don't understand is how is he going to run the Jazz and BYU at the same time? Delegating? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's six to eight hours here, six to eight hours there. That's why you can't do sixteen to eighteen. He's there aren't thirty six hours in a day. I mean, Kalani has his raise, and he's on the Zoom thing, and the uh, money in the program, and he says Ainge is sitting off to his left. And we go to the Big Twelve thing. There's Ainge. <laughs> we go to the football games. There's Ainge. He's at women's basketball. The guy's been the godfather of BYU basketball, and now apparently football for a good long while. I mean, he's around his influence. Uh, I guess the Board of Governors, so he can get up to see Austin. Uh, uh, free trip or something. He likes his free golf, I can tell you that much. And 
I'm thinking from Ryan Smith's perspective, if you're going to hire your friends, hire somebody who's got 40 years in the business. That's a nice friend to have. There it is. One of my friends texted me who's way into basketball. Uh, so, the Jazz going to be piling up draft picks now? <laughs> <laughs> he liked to get involved whenever stars were available. So, we'll see if we hear the Jazz rumored in the... Uh, in the star category, when stars are up for grabs. I love Ryan Smith's answer. Basically, everybody wants to know, who's got the final say? Yeah. Well, ultimately, it's the guy who owns the team, or the person. In this case, it's okay. Ryan Smith. But I love the way he said, you know, it's not going to come to that. Because I never thought it would come to that. Because if it does come to that, you're probably not going to be in a good situation. And it's almost going to be a flip of the coin, luck of the draw type thing. Because I would want my basketball people, whatever people, in this case it's basketball, but I would want some form of consensus. This is the way we're going to go. So you've got Jay-Z, who has been doing it for a good while. Ainge has been doing it virtually his entire adult life. And he's obviously an expert. So I wouldn't necessarily want those two to be at odds. If I'm the owner... I have the final decision, but I don't want the final decision. I want it to be a consensus. We need to go in this direction. We need to sign this player, draft this player, re-sign this player, whatever it is. There's all sorts of cut this guy. You know, there's day-to-day decisions, and then there's just huge decisions. But I would prefer that it would be a committee who all agree, at least from, and I've never been in that situation, nor will I ever be in that situation, but I think that's the way I would like it. 100% on all of that stuff. And yet, nonetheless, there are times when people don't get to consensus. And it is what you want. But they don't get there. As of week, a drafting would be the most recent. Whether to trade Gordon Hayward or keep him and try to re-sign him would be another case. There are opinions all over the place. Yeah, but I don't know that they didn't reach a consensus on that. On those. I don't think they reached a consensus on either one of those. I don't know. I think there were people who finally deferred because somebody else had more power and had the had the final Well, set. but I'm not talking five, six, ten people. I'm talking the, Two the, or three. the Trinity. Yeah, right. Jay-Z, Danny, and Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do that for? Well, because we're kind of cash. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here's <laughs> something. I, I would say, guys, and we don't have to speak. Here's the way we figure it out. When I look up and I see all three of us have our caps the same way, then I know we're good. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NBA. And LeBron Dale into it to Westbrook. Westbrook driving to the rim. Kicks it to Reed. Loaded into Shea, and he throws up a three from 37 feet. Nothing but net. Temple was trying to foul him. They didn't call it. Inbound to Devontae. Three-quarter court. Good if it goes. He banked it in. He banked it in. He banked it in. The Pelicans have won by the most improbable shot you can even think of. Back-to-back improbable shots. And the Pels win it 113-110, and they are running off the floor and getting the heck out of Dodge. 
Two crazy finishes in the NBA. The Lakers-Mavericks finish uh, was right before the Jazz game on ESPN, so some of you may have uh, accidentally caught that as they hit uh, four three-pointers down the stretch on those final possessions, trading threes back and forth before Austin Reeves wins it. Andy was fouled. The Lakers didn't get a call they deserved, PK. Why not? They They didn't need it, it, but he got fouled. You swallow your whistle in that situation because... If you, get, if you call a foul and the ball doesn't go in, everybody goes nuts, and you're on the road. No referee wants to be booed by 15,000 people. Well, then they so, got away with an obvious foul because that was a I foul. That's Everything. not the story of the game. Didn't matter because Reeves hit the shot, the rookie, getting mobbed by his teammates, and as good as that finish was, then you see the Pelicans and the Thunder. Shea Gilders, Alexander. Oh, that was luck. Both, off balance. Both. I know they were. It was unbelievable, though, no. to see them both go in. Yeah, but 30 feet from the hoop. Two teams going nowhere. Off balance. Whoop, whoop, whoop-de-doo. Flings it in off the dribble. Good good for him. Nobody cares. Uh, to me, I was stunned that Westbrook did not take that shot. He didn't want it. He had the ball good. in the corner, and he could have taken it, and he good. just hit a three. Good. I'm glad he did. From that if I'm corner. a Laker, I, I'm glad. Yeah. And he, I thought he held it. He clearly held it and waited for the guy to run at him, and then he took him off the dribble. And so it was a great it. decision, and then he ends up with Reeves. And it all comes back to ASU. Because? Because both of Reeves' parents played basketball at Arkansas State. There it is. <laughs> I've walked the halls at Arkansas State. You walk the halls. Oh, okay. Walk the campus. <laughs> I'm inside their basketball thing, and then they're. Uh, ba- I watch some baseball there. Uh, you had a lot of time to kill. Bored out of my mind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. I, I like that that Westbrook was going team and wasn't going star. And uh, Reeves there, wide open, right pass, and he makes that shot, and they go nuts. I, I love that stuff. I mean, it's just a. That's team basketball, man. This no-name dude who was undrafted makes the team. Although he did average 18 points last year for Oklahoma. It's not like he was hes some total stiff. Coming out of nowhere. Yeah. He was a good college player, but a lot of good college players can't make the jump to the NBA. Oh, for sure. And yeah. he has made it, at least for now. Yeah. Oh, if he never does another thing, so that what? Was, that was pretty cool, <laughs> right? Yeah. It was a great finish because the Mavs had hit a three to tie it up, and and Russell Westbrook hit the three to go ahead, and the Mavs hit another three to tie it up. And Plus, it was OT, right? It was, yeah. That was all. That was all overtime there. Those yeah. last four three pointers back and forth, they went. Other uh, scores: the Rockets have been rolling, but the Cavs, Cavs got them, one twenty four to eighty nine. So after a really good stretch, the Rockets have now lost three out of four. The Spurs will be here. On Friday to play the Jazz, the Hornets beat the Spurs 131 to 115. Gordon Hayward, big game, 41 That's G points. G time. G time went for 41. Yeah, I really don't think about that. Does he go G time anymore? I don't have any idea. And now is he just back to regular white dude making 30 million a year? 41 points <laughs> on 15 of 19 shooting. He was hot. Yeah. They'll be here next week. And he wanted the spotlight, and you've scored 41 and we're hot, and nobody, nobody knows. <laughs> no, everybody's everybody's talking about the Dallas-LA Two ending. Everybody's talking nowhere. about the New Orleans ending. Yeah. The thing that I liked is that the Grizzlies are something like 9-1, and 10-1 without Morant. I just looked at that the other day, before they were 9-1 or 10-1, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and I thought, oh, I'm really surprised by that. 
And because when the Lakers got him, that's what drew my attention to it. I think, man, they are playing really good basketball without their best player. That's impressive. Dallas Mavericks got him. They had a five-game win streak. Mavs beat him, and now they've won four in a row with a 10-point win over the Blazers, 113-103. to So they're in good shape. Climbing. Maybe they'll be the team that makes that run in fourth place and joins the top three. Right now, they are in fourth place. The three games behind the Jazz. And the Jazz are two behind the Suns. Who are half game off the Warriors' pace. All right. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Ashworth on the right wing. We'll take a quick three. Knocks it down. Ashworth on the right side. Buries the three. And Ashworth's got ten points on the night tonight. Long three by Ashworth again. Wow! Steven Ashworth, heat check, my friend. Buries the three. Aggies back up by 15, 47-32. Ashworth a three, and he knocks it down from the left wing. Steven Ashworth's got 24 tonight. Aggies up 77-58, their largest lead of the game of 19. Ashworth finished with 27 points. He was 7 of 11 on three-pointers. As a team, Utah State shot 50% from beyond the arc, and they rolled with a 95-80 win over Weber State in Ogden. They got up early in that game, PK, and Weber State spent a lot of the night chasing them to no avail. They didn't win, so it was certainly to no avail. Wildcats fall to 9-2 on the year. The Aggies improved to 8-3. and three. Dixie State beats Sago American Indian College 114-49. John Judkins set the career mark for wins amongst all head coaches in Utah collegiate history, men's or women's. He's won 583 games. Elaine Elliott had won 582. Okay. Never heard of that before. Where'd you get that, Yach? Never heard of that uh, stat. Dixie put it out, I think. Uh, okay. Good friend Steve Johnson down there, their SID. Or Utah Tech. Are they Utah Tech yet? Not yet. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I see Urban come up to me out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> he comes up to me and he says, hey, dip, another word, uh, make your effing kicks. And then proceeds to kick me right in the leg, right in the hamstring. Um, also, on the, on the leg, on the hip, that kept me out for 12 games last year. And I couldn't believe it happened. I looked up at him. I said, don't you ever kick me again. <laughs> Or else I'm going to beat you up. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm going to tell the media and get you fired. Yeah, well, where was he? This is like a little late here. That's like piling on now. Well, sure, everybody's dumping on him. I'm Oswell, too. And Urban is out. It's like the guy who watches somebody beat the crap out of somebody. Oh, yeah, I'm a tough guy. I'll go punch him. (laughs) Now that he's down on the ground, I'll come over and kick him. Where were you months ago? Hey, kickers. Maybe, Maybe he did and nobody took him for serious. I don't know. Kickers are people, too. Yeah, I, I mean, that's an isolated incident. I didn't have to look at it. Was it a tap? Was it a playful thing? Right, exactly. I mean, it's all yeah. sorts of sarcasm. So, But anyway. But Urban's out after matter. 13 games. Yeah, shocking development. Daryl Bevel will be the interim head coach for Jacksonville. Well, I, I just hope for Jacksonville that, uh, the, that they have the same success the last time Urban Meyer was ex- uh, succeeded by a Mormon. Kyle Whittingham. And now Daryl Bevel. Yeah. There it is. Those are two brothers. Bevel's from Arizona. Went to, uh, I think he went to like Chaparral or, or Coronado. Uh, 
So I've been, and he went to NAU before he went over, went on a mission, and then went to uh, Wisconsin. And has been in the coaching ranks, called the play uh, instead of giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch there that allowed Brady to win a Super Bowl with the Butler interception. So Bevel's been around. He's got a home in Provo. At least he had one anyway. His daughter was a player for the BYU softball program. Yeah. Heck of a player, man. What a stick. And uh, so, you know, shocking development to me because Urban has found success everywhere he's gone. But he didn't find success here. We've got Lincoln Kennedy coming up at the bottom of the hour, and he can speak to that as far as somebody who played collegiately and in the NFL. I mean, this doesn't work. Obviously, it didn't work. And you could say, oh, well, college coaches don't. That's not true. That's not true. Most college coaches don't. There are a few exceptions. Well, how many of them have done it? It's not that many. Does that seem to have slowed down recently? Probably because I think people have assumed the college coaches can't do it. Okay. It seemed like it was a bigger thing in the 80s and 90s. Kingsbury's doing it. 10 and 3. I think coaching is coaching. I mean, you got to treat people differently in the way it is. I wonder if he, he if he is, is Urban Meyer, the Rick Majerus of football. A little bit. Yeah, most people think going. that Majerus wouldn't have succeeded with his tactics right. at the NBA level, and he was smart enough to know, don't even try it. A lot of college coaches win because they get to programs that have advantages, and they have talent advantages routinely, and they win a lot, and then you get to the NFL, and you don't have those talent advantages. Now, Kingsbury is an interesting case because he's a Texas Tech and yeah, it's a Power Five program, but it's not like they have advantages versus Oklahoma and Texas and Oklahoma State and maybe even a few other schools, Baylor maybe. So maybe he had figured out how to win without having those overwhelming advantages. Whereas Urban always took jobs where the where the roster was loaded. I don't know that Bowling Green was loaded. I can't speak to that. The next three were. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know that Ohio State was. It got loaded. It was easy to be loaded. But I think that he had to clean up some mess. And then he creates messes, too. But, but I mean, you look at Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is a kid who went like 86-4 and four in mm-hmm. high school and college. Yeah. And now he's 2-11. and 11. Yeah. Coming off a four-interception game. And Mac Jones looks like he's light years ahead of him. And then, what are you doing on that? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was a star probably when he was playing uh, the Ute Conference football. Arizona Cardinals have lost star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins for the rest of the regular season. He sprained his knee in the game Monday night with the Rams. He is expected to undergo surgery on his injured MCL. His recovery window is six weeks, which would potentially allow for return in the playoffs if they make a deep run. Thursday night football, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Big game in the AFC West with the Chiefs sitting on the top spot and the Chiefs now after a really bad start, have rallied and gotten to the point where home field advantage in the playoffs is a real possibility. They're sitting at 9-4, and four, tied with the Titans and the Patriots for the best record in the AFC. But the Chargers could win the division because they're only a game back. So, high-stakes game. Thursday Night Football tonight, 620 on Fox and the NFL Network. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. That's fine. We have nothing to hide. So we we care about our players and and that means our walk-ons as well. So if they want to question that, that's okay. We'll be be fine. 
Kalani Sataki on the NCAA investigating their Built Bar NIL deal. Who? What? The NCAA investigating? Click. What are the rules? How could they have broken them? Because the rules are so fuzzy. There are exactly. no rules. I, I'm with you, PK. There are no rules. And on top of that, and now the NCAA does have a great knack for messing up PR stuff. And they so, messed this one up. So you got all kinds of stories about people getting one point whatever million, and now some walk-on gets six grand, and they're going nuts? Okay. They have no power. Uh, Bruce uh, Pearl... Right? He got a two-game suspension. Yeah. The guy Four, treated, ch- cheated. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Four years of probation. Yeah. And he cheated massively at Tennessee, didn't he? Yes. And now he's doing this, and he got a two-game suspension. He has oh. an assistant coach in jail, and the NCAA did essentially nothing. And Chuck Person got canned. I mean, come on. He's, unless you are breaking the law or academic fraud... I don't want to hear about it anymore because everybody's been doing it for years and years and years. And you retweeted somebody, some coach saying, we've been doing this forever. Now it's just out in the open. It was Jimbo Fisher, Texas. I've got 500 stories. And if I hear media people say, well, they don't get anything. Those media people haven't been beat guys. (laughs) And they've been gifted jobs and they didn't pay their dues to be at the ground level to hear things as I've had for 30 years now. Jimbo Fisher about stuff being under the table, and now it's just over the table. And Lane Kiffin at his press conference was talking about it, too. They well, they're going to go to the ones who get the most money. I yeah, saw that. Yeah, they all know what's going on. It's been that way forever. To say these kids don't get anything, the stars, is so ignorant. Deion Sanders, Jackson State had the biggest stunner of the early signing period as they flipped five-star cornerback Travis Hunter from Florida State. They got him to sign with Jackson State. He was the number one or two-rated recruit in the entire 2020 recruiting class nationally, depending on which rankings you follow. Yak, you think there's any NIL money changing hands there? There is a rumor that he has a big deal in the works. The thing that I want to see is when Sanders gets the traditional uh, school offer, because he's big on the historically black college, and that's great and all. But when push but comes if, to shove, and you're offering someone from the SEC or ACC million. comes calling yeah, yeah, yeah. for five years and fifteen million, are you going to take it? When Florida State comes calling for their boy. Well, they just extended uh, Norvell. Come on, man. Whack him. Whack him. <laughs> wow, yuck. Jeez. What are you, a Florida State booster? Oh, he, he came on our show once when he was an assistant with the Devils. He did. He did. I remember. <laughs> yuck, man. Bloodthirsty yuck. Well, if Dion's stealing guys from his alma mater, the alma mater might as well go hire him. Oh, Dion didn't steal him from his alma mater. It's an NIL deal. There's all kinds of rumors out there about how big the money is, and some of it is potentially massive. I don't know if, how true those are. But As it should be. Take the money. Go on, take the money and run. Especially you're of that age. I have no idea what his family background is. Football, take get, the money, you man. You get hurt and you're done? Uh, a tennis. Take the money. the money. I don't care what sport it is. Take the money. Uh, the people who tell you it's not about the money, they got the money. Texas running backs coach Stan Drayton was hired as the new head coach at Temple University, which means right now every SBS school has a head coach. All the jobs are filled. Now maybe the NFL will come along and take somebody, or maybe somebody will retire at the end of the year. Rich get richer. Alabama adds 
Former LSU All-American corner Eli Ricks to their top five rated signing class, continuing a trend of top rated transfers picking the Crimson Tide. They're getting their pick of everything. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small to get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Lincoln Kennedy will join us. LK with DJ and PK. That's going to happen next. Raider Radio and Pac-12 Network analyst will join us. Hans Olsen, co-host of Hans and Scotty G. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. He's calling BYU's bowl game. And Joe Ingles. TBD, but he's coming up later this morning, right here, probably at 8.30 or 9, but we'll see what works for him. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.